Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for April 24th. I'm your host, Taryn Armstrong, and with me today is Asia. How are you doing, Asia? Hey, Taryn. Um, so two things. First thing is happy brother, happy birthday to my brother. He listens to all the Big Brother US coverage, um, even though, you know, he doesn't listen to Canada. Just want to shout him out today. Uh, second thing, last time I was on an update, Kyle was still in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Last time I, I was able to be on an update. Kyle was still in the house. Marty and Jess had just been nominated. And Kyle and Jace were talking about how they should have sent Betty home. And now why, why have you are. forsaken these updates, Asia? <laughs> I know. It feels like forever ago. It was like a month. They were talking about Kyle yeah, and this morning they were talking yeah. about Kyle. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't they? Uh, you True. know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Big topic, big topic yeah. of conversation for Kyle. Uh, we are here, of course, to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother Canada 10 live feeds. It was day 57 in the house and uh, big day. I mean, uh, we have some veto results that came in this morning, um, but even without that, there's quite some big happenings happening here on the Big Brother Canada 10 live feeds. Uh, the final five is not the time to rest. This season is going to continue to deliver. It does not want to uh, to slow down at any point. And so uh, we are going to uh, to get into all of it here, Asia. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be one of those days of just waiting around for veto. I was like, mm, it's going it's gonna to be okay. I'm going to do a little shopping. And then it was just like, Boom. Oh, wow. There's a lot to catch up on. (laughs) I'm excited to talk about it. Right in at the buzzer. They got some stuff in here. So uh, it's day 57. Of course, Betty is the final five HOH. She nominated Jace 
and Josh for eviction. Jace as the intended target, Josh as the pawn because he put her on the block in the triple. Now she goes, she makes sure to say that it was not a tit for tat. It was not retaliation. Um, but it was because he put her on the block. Like, right. uh, like in the same way that she's like, I hate the word target. I don't want to use the word target, but I am targeting. Chase. <laughs> right. She's like, yeah, it, it explaining exactly like you put me on the block. So naturally I have to put you on the block. But it's not tit for tat. It's like, no. what? what <laughs> that literally that tit for tat would be the the definition of what you're doing. But hey, I think she just wants it out there. Like, hey, I said it wasn't this. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I mean, like, I, I, I like I get what she's saying. Uh, it's just like it's a lot more difficult to describe why she put Josh on the block without just saying it's because he put her on. The, like, she's trying mm-hmm. to establish her own agency in the game she's trying to be like okay he didn't care about my game like uh if he's gonna like risk my life in the game i'm gonna risk his life in the game like it's a it's a it's a complicated set of things but like it's because he put her on the block like that's the the ultimate reason is that all of the other reasons came um and so with jason josh on the block uh a few things happened Kevin pitched to uh Betty that they make a final three with Helena. Kevin, Betty, and Helena. Betty pitched that final three to Helena. Helena was on board. Um, and the plan came into place where uh Helena suggested to Betty that Betty tell Jace, you're not the person I want to evict. Not <laughs> target. Uh right. Josh is the person I want to evict. I'm only putting you up as a pawn. Um, and, uh, if the veto is used, Kevin will go up on the block. That's the story being told to Jace. It's not true. Uh, it is potentially true that Kevin would go up as a replacement, but it's not true that Jace is not the target. Betty (laughs) decides to go through with that plan and she, uh, pretends to Jace that, uh, she is not the target. She's only putting her up as a pawn against Josh. So another thing that happened before day 57 is that uh, and we didn't see this conversation. It was at Wendy's, but um, we have reason to believe that Kevin told Betty that uh, he had a final two with Josh as a way to help sink Josh a little bit uh, in Betty's eyes in the event that potentially like the veto is won and used or whatever. Right. Uh, he, he wants to make sure that Betty continues to want to evict Josh over uh, the replacement, either him or Helena, which is the case right now if the veto is used. Josh is the person that Betty would want to leave over the replacement. Um, now, I personally was like, oh, <laughs> okay, Kevin, I don't know about that, but we'll see. Right. Uh, and uh, and it seemed like it, it had been working for a little bit here as Betty is, you know, pitching this final three with Helena and all of that. Um, but uh, But that's kind of where we leave off, right? The veto is huge. The veto is very important. Um, it's, uh, it's Jace and Josh on the block. If Jace wins the veto, then Kevin or Helena will go up and they're in a spot where Josh probably leaves, but they're in some danger. And now Jace is still here as a huge comp threat. Uh, if Josh wins the veto, one of them goes up. It's probably Jace that goes, but it's still, it's a big veto for Jace's game. It's a big veto for Josh's game. It's a big, big veto for all of their games. Um, and they start the morning, Kevin, Helena and Josh, like, it's a big veto today. We all need to be ready. We need to be. We need to be locked in. It's like uh, Kevin is like 
their coach and he's like trying to hype them up and he's like this is the biggest game of the season we've got to win this <laughs> like yeah. it comes down to this this is make it or break it which honestly <laughs> truly is it's a very important veto very much so uh so betty and josh are going to talk again they've talked pretty much once since Josh put her up in the triple eviction. That was day 56. We talked about that conversation. It was mostly Josh kind of like not really explaining himself super well and just letting Betty sort of vent to him about how hurt she feels um, and allowing that to happen. Uh, So it's now been there's a whole night has passed. They've slept on it. Uh, Betty has woken up. She's released some of that steam. She's feeling a little bit better. um, And they kind of continue the conversation. Uh, she says, um, you know, I, di- I didn't realize, I guess I didn't realize how close you were to Kevin. Um, because remember, Kevin t- uh, revealed to her that, that Josh had these final twos, which is part of why whenever Josh says, like, like no matter what has happened, I'm still with you after, if I survive this week at the final four. She's like, Josh, stop. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. I know you have other final twos. He's like, I don't. Um, <laughs> right. but, he, but she knows. Um, and so she's, she's trying to start to... Um, Hint to him, like, I know about Kevin. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I didn't realize how close you were to Kevin. And, you know, the more I've, I've thought about it, the more I realized, like, this was, this was the best thing for my game because I wasn't really playing the game, uh, in the right way. I was playing with my heart and now I know that I can't be doing that. Uh, so, you know, it, this is probably for the best. And you can tell that Josh is sitting here, like, trying to figure out what do you know about Kevin? Because that's that's what I'll go on about. Because are you talking mm-hmm. final three? Or are you saying like me and me and Kevin are close? Because if that's the case, we could talk about that. But I don't want to overexpose anything. So it was, I don't know. I think Betty definitely would have they would have gotten to the place where they were at the end of the day earlier in the day if he had just started like admitting to things. But of course, he still wants to like hedge his bets and, you know, still be safe with the crash test dummies, but repair this personal relationship with Betty. Um, I just thought this conversation was funny because, you know, reflecting on them wanting to be HOH so bad all season, talking about sleepovers in the HOH room. And then when they both get HOAs, they're like at odds. Um, and Betty already drank all the wine that they had planned to share. But hey, should have put on the block. You could have shared some of that wine too, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says again, he's not coming for her if he comes off the block. And she's like, Josh, like I get, like I know, I like I know I need to win the, the veto at Final Four. I know, I know that's what I need to do. Uh, I I don't need anybody to take me to the end. All right. She says, Look, you you are my friend. Okay, I it's it is just a game in here, but and I have connected with you on such a deep level. I want you standing next to me when I get married. I don't want anything to stand in the way of this. Like the game is one thing on a personal level. Like I still love you and I want, you know, I want us to 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 continue to be friends and they get a little emotional and Josh stands up and they give each other a hug. And so on a personal level, like they're feeling okay again. Um, yeah, Betty is still, yeah, Betty's still very much like, uh, like it's, but it's time to get myself to the end and prove everyone wrong. Uh, and, 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 you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm on my own in the game, basically. Yeah. I, I love this for Betty. I'm just, I'm loving how she's handling all of this. Like, even when she was mad at Josh, like, of course, the initial anger was there, but then 
she was like laughing, giggling about the fact that she's ignoring him. Like, oh, I'm such a savage. <laughs> she's just like, she's taking everything for what it is. Yes, they are in a game, but she is just like, she's handling it as such. And it's been really interesting, all this like friend talk, because have we seen other casts focus so much on like, okay, once we leave here, I'm not their friend. I'm your friend and your friend. And it's like building these stronger relationships because like I consider you an actual friend. So if you betray me, that'll be much more hurtful than just somebody else in the house. You, well, it's so, yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, B- Betty is Betty, right? Like Betty right. is very much like, uh, Betty's going to tell Kevin later, like, I only really made three friends yeah. uh, this season. <laughs> Um, but at the same time, Betty is also in a place where she's now like, but that means nothing in the game, uh, which is awesome. Um, we definitely see in other seasons, like this is less, um, like just blatantly stated, uh, where it's like, uh, like you are the real, like, uh, I mean, you know, like watching, watching Cody in, in 22, right? Like, uh, like, uh, oh, Nicole, like, I would never, we would never <laughs> betray <laughs> yeah. each other, you know. Um, there's different ways of handling it, but, right. uh, but ba- this is basically where Betty is now. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's business B time. This is business B. Let's get it. And, uh, it's time to get it. And, uh, nothing's going to get in the way. She says, um, you know, uh, basically, uh, I, I haven't made any deals. She's lying now. Yes. Uh, and she, she, but she has, she says, I've got one question. I've got one question. Um, did you, did you put me up because Kevin convinced you to save Helena? Um, and the thing about asking that question is that there's pretty much no premise where Josh says no, right? Yeah. Like, you know, that thing you did that has caused a lot of pain and tension between us. Is there a reason you did that that's not your fault? Maybe a little bit? Right. Yes. <laughs> Especially when it comes after like all of the stuff about them reconnecting like, oh, is this what's in your head that's made us oh yeah, I'm not going to say no to this. Like, right. uh, absolutely. Um, he says, yeah, ba- basically. Basically, that's what happened. Um, so, uh, this has been in her head. And, and this is something too that like even yesterday when she was talking with herself, uh, because Betty talks to herself a lot, um, which is which is awesome. But also at the same time, uh, she doesn't speak very loudly to herself. And yeah. she's often like doing things um, while she's talking to herself. So it's very difficult to hear. So that's a little bit annoying. But at the same time, at least it's something. Uh, one of the things that she said when talking to herself the day before was uh, and it was so disjointed that I wasn't sure what it meant was just, was just like, uh, like, oh, Kevin's so good. Um, mm-hmm. Like something along those lines. Right. Um, and it's clear that she's been kind of ruminating on ever since Kevin told her that Josh had a final two with him. She's been thinking about Kevin's game uh, more critically and and why Josh did what he did and, and the position that Kevin is in right now. And so she's asking about Kevin um, and, uh, and and this is going to come back around a little bit later. So so keep 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 your mind <laughs> on it right. just a little bit put a, put a in that yeah i love yeah. betty's like because usually if people are talking out loud they it's kind of like they know they're talking to the feeds and so it's just like they're talking yeah they're talking to themselves but it's like for the benefit of us too but betty's like truly just talking to herself <laughs> so i love it because it's more authentic and it's like you're getting raw business b uh but then we're like wait wait, wait what's she saying 
<laughs> and the trick okay so this is the trick to reading because uh i feel like some some people have trouble uh understanding betty when she's talking to herself the trick to understanding betty when talking to herself is that she's uh like not always doing like an inner monologue sometimes she's practicing what she's going to say to other people um so that can be very tricky where like sometimes people will interpret what she's saying as like oh is that what she wants but mm-hmm. no, no no that's what she's going to say to another person um so that's that's part of the tricky part um okay. anyway uh so uh she says uh he he asks he asks her like so am i am i the target it's like well first of all <laughs> i hate that word uh, <laughs> no targets second, over here it's so negative yes uh second uh no i uh, know you're not my target um you know i don't really have a target she starts she starts off not really trusting him with the truth which is that her target is jace um because she's pretending to jace that that josh is the target and she tells josh like i am telling people that you're my target but you're not really my target i don't really have a target and at first she's just trying to keep it vague but then she's kind of like whatever uh and she tells him what basically i'm telling jace that you're the target but really josh uh really jace is the target um and that's that's kind of I, look i'm playing the game now um yeah, okay. and, uh she's uh so so jace jace is still the target for sure yeah and what is because i've you know especially with what we're going to discuss later in the day what is betty's main reason for needing jace out at final five. Is it because of this three that she thinks she has locked in with Kevin and Helena? So I, it's a combination of things that's kind of like stacked on top of each other. And it's, I think the, the sort of thing where she just, she hasn't really stopped to think it really, and really consider the idea of not targeting Jace. Yeah. Right. Like targeting Jace has always just been the default ever since she, found out that Jace was playing her and Josh the week that she knows HOH. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much energy has been focused on getting to the bottom of that, which ended in the disastrous conversation that happened on day 56 that we talked about yesterday um, on the update, uh, which she goes on to talk about with Josh. She was like, you should have seen Jace when I talked to her. It's so clear. They never wanted to work with us. That whole alliance was fake. She, you should have seen the second I brought up the secret veto, her whole body changed. She got tense. Uh, like she was, she was so lying. Um, it just went very poorly for Jace. Uh, so like all of that stuff, like, oh, she's a liar. She's manipulative. And then sort of like, uh, that's, that's the core of it. That's what started her against Jace feeling like she could trust Kevin and Helena and and you know whatever with josh but jace was the one that she couldn't trust and jace needed to go and then to build around like extra protection over that core kevin has really been hardcore like jace is amazing she's so good at competitions she's the biggest threat to win this game she wins unanimously she's so clutch in pressure situations like um like really laying it on thick all of the reasons why the extra reasons why jace needs to go and so uh even once like it's it's like so Betty's not really able to sift through all of those extra reasons to get yeah. back to the core and realize, wait, who cares if Jace is lying to me at this point? Is it still the best decision for her to go? Who knows? Uh, yeah. Jace being a big competition threat is still something that she's concerned about. So, um, you know, ultimately, Jace is is still the target. Now, if if Betty had the if, if Betty wins the veto, uh, you know, and she has the choice 
to maybe change her mind. And I've said this before. I think that's when maybe she starts to think more critically about it and maybe would consider doing something else. But for now, it's still locked in on Jace. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, uh, she asks him if he's ever thrown a competition. Uh, he says, no, I would never do that. <laughs> um, Josh. Uh, <laughs> she right, says, uh, second place king. <laughs> Yeah. She says she knows Jace is dangerous, has final twos with everyone. Again, she's been caught lying so many times. Um, Josh, Josh also talks about, and I thought this was interesting because I think this is something that was genuine from Josh. He was talking about how like he feels like people connected with him personally and they were like telling him things personally that they didn't tell anybody else in the game and therefore thought that they were also close to him on a game level, even though they never really talk game. And he's speaking directly about Summer, but I think he's also kind of talking about Betty. Um, right. And uh, and he's also explaining, you know, why he's been so tight with Kevin. That uh, that like, you know, if if we're not deeply talking game, then then we don't have that kind of relationship because that's a part of Josh as well. Yeah, I mean, and and he has a point, but I think he also is missing the element of everybody's different, right? Mm -hmm. So the way he's looking at the game is, yeah, if we have a game relationship, that's very important. But if you take Betty and Summer, they're not the type of players who are, oh, if you have a game relationship, then that's fine and personal is separate. Like their mm -hmm. social game is their game. So them having personal relationships is part of like, hey, then I'm loyal to you. Like Betty saying, hey, you're going to be in my wedding that means I'm going to have your back through this game as well. So, mm -hmm. but, but in Josh's head, he's like thinking about it strategically and in, in the game context, like, okay, well that's separate, but I can betray her in this game. And then that, that will maintain. Um, I mean, and, and who's to say that doesn't, of course, you know, with the fact that they have started to make up throughout this day. Um, but I think that that was just one thing that he didn't consider. It was just like, oh, well, it makes sense to me and we'll be able to recover from this. But it's just like, no, everyone's very different. 
Yeah. And, and, and what, what, what has happened is that, uh, Betty is saying, like, you've basically opened my eyes to the fact that, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna split those two. Uh, I'm gonna do the same thing, which comes at just the right time for Betty, right? Like, uh, final five headed into final four. Now she realizes, okay, hold on. I can do, I can just do what's best for me. I don't need to do what, what, like, my friendships and relationships feel like. I can just take the, person i can beat to the oh okay Uh, (laughs) i love seeing betty blossom in this way because usually this is something that this type of player would see after the fact once they're in jury like well if if i knew everybody was doing this i would have tried to do this yeah so good thing she's still in the game (laughs) (laughs) so uh betty talks to kevin a little bit she was she's wondering if he's ready for the veto um, she wants to make sure he's not throwing it. He was like, that would be an immensely stupid thing to do. I would never throw the final five, you know? Uh, she says she feels on a personal level, Josh and her are good now that they've kind of talked it out, not game level, but personal. Um, she says there are three people that I can call my friends in this house, Josh, Tanisha, and you, Kevin, you, uh, oh, but B, that, that's so sweet. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh my God. She says, but that won't impact game. <laughs> Not anymore. To be clear, I am a new woman after the triple eviction. I've learned things. Yeah. And Kevin says, uh, yeah. And I mean, speaking of Josh, because he's like interpreting and she's trying to make it seem like she's talking specifically about Josh, but she's also talking about Kevin. Uh, And he's like, yeah, I mean, Josh is the perfect man and he will beat anyone in the finals. And she says, oh, I know. I know. Uh, And Kevin says, man, I love this. uh, I love this new business B. This is business B. Let's get it. I love it. I had almost forgotten about the I do hate you (laughs) between her and Kevin. I do hate you. Oh, gold. (laughs) Because of how far they've come. Um, Yeah, I also love this one. You told me I was a terrible person. Yeah, and I meant that. Yeah. (laughs) Where's the confusion? Yeah. I don't know. Why are you saying you're saying that like I should be denying it or something? (laughs) Oh, gosh, I love her. I continue to love her. Um, But yeah, it just it just shows how far their relationship has come, which it's just like I, I had been questioning it like, oh, my goodness, has she completely forgotten kind of what she used to think about Kevin? But yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there's more on that later. Uh, right. <laughs> Kevin, Helena, and Josh are going to be talking for a, a bit about their crash test dummies. They re- they're reminiscing a little, uh, just kind of like celebrating how far they've gotten in the game. Um, Helena wonders like what would have happened if Jess had stayed over Gino, and Kevin says, "For a long time, I thought that's where we had lost the game." Uh, and I and I was like, honestly, me too, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought the same. Right. <laughs> um, but then Kevin and Helena talk uh, without Josh and uh, and they ha- kind of have a moment together. Um, like Kevin is pumping her up as as he does. You're the best player this season. You're amazing. Uh, and she goes, seriously, though, Kev, you are the best player of the season. <laughs> like you have helped me through so much. Um, and you like you have you have done so much in this game. And 
I, I, I really want to pull through in this veto in this game, not just for me, but also for you, because like, I just care so much about us making it through here. She's getting emotional. She's like, uh, kind of like, uh, near, near tears, a little bit, a little bit crying. Maybe, uh, he says, uh, look, there's, and I want you to know, Helena, there's no scenario where like I cut you because I think it's better for me. Like, oh, she'll be in the jury or like, uh, whatever. Um, she's absolutely same. I would never do that. Kevin says, I, I'm totally cold hearted in this game, but you, <laughs> you've broken me. Uh, he said that to other people, but, um, <laughs> she's, but she's still emotional and she's like, uh, there's just something about us that makes sense. You know, we just, they talk about how much they have in common. They think they were meant to be working together in this game. They were probably cast to work together. They're going to be friends for life. It's, it's a nice moment. It really is. And they, and I feel like, you know, we do get a lot of, like you said, he had said that piece before, but I feel like we get the most authentic Kevin when he's yeah. talking to Helena and, you know, when they start talking about, what they've thought about the game and Kevin's just like, I didn't like the gossip part of it. Like we've had to get into that. Like people talked about people and we're, we're there, like we're participating. Um, you, you hardly ever see people kind of reflect on that in the house. Um, when they just start getting into like the, the flack that people might get from, um, like social media or whatever. And then this is where friendship makes a reappearance because Selena is saying like, I want to be friends with my real friends. <laughs> like I'm not worried about friends in here. Um, I just, I just wonder where that started, where it, 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 it where people feel uh, they feel like it needs to be said, but um, like, it, it's okay. We understand that some people be friends after this. Some people may not. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, the, the, and I agree. I think that Kevin is, is genuine. Like, I think it would maybe be different. Like who knows? It's one of those situations where it's like, I think that Kevin thinks that his best chance of winning is being against Helena. Mm -hmm. And so I think that Kevin is a com completely a, a thousand percent loyal to Helena and would never cut her. And, and on, also would potentially uh, like do things that would maybe not be optimal for his game in order to benefit Helena to get them both there. I'm pretty sure that he'd be very loyal to Helena if he thought he definitely lost to her, but I don't know that it would be the same. Yeah. Helena <laughs> at the same time is like, I, I like Helena's not in that position. I think Helena's not in that spot as much. It's, it's kind of like the Derek and Cody thing where it's like, yeah, Derek was completely loyal to Cody and um, like they're, they're super best friends and buds and stuff. But like, if Derek knew that he lost to Cody, would it have been the same? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, right. I don't know. I don't know. But I do think that Kevin is, is very loyal to Helena. Yeah. I mean, definitely the way that Kevin has played this game, he's very intentional with who he wants to be there for a specific reason. So it's like, okay, it's not Helena out of the goodness of his heart because she's broken him. And, you know, touched him touched his heart in a way that no one else has um it's no it's because he he thinks that he can beat her and so but i've learned in big brother canada 10 not to say anything definitively because i was literally watching the triple i said oh there's no way josh puts up betty like that's not happening like i can't envision that happening <laughs> and then i was surprised so they you know i'm never gonna count anything out but i don't think there would be anything at this point that would allow Kevin to think that he Helena would beat him because he's, you know, he's not getting any insight from the jury. He doesn't know what their perspective is, but it, you know, unless the other three just start talking up Helena's game and 
you know, he gets new perspective in that way. Well, I mean, it's, it's an interesting relationship because, especially when it comes to the loyalty dynamic, because I think it's one of the more optimal ways of having a, a partnership like this, where, like I said, like, I think if Kevin knew that he couldn't beat Helena in the end, I don't know that he wouldn't be loyal to Helena because of that. I think that he would just be working harder to make sure that he figured out a way to beat Helena, in mm. the end. Um, which I think is also what Helena is trying to do with Kevin. Um, and so it's, it's not like, cause, cause you so often get caught in these loops of like, well, this is my partner, but I definitely can't take them to the final two because they'll beat me. So I need to find the optimal time to cut them where it doesn't ruin my own game. When that's not really the optimal way of playing, the optimal way of playing is my partner definitely beats me in the final two. So how can I change that? Right. Right. Because getting to the final two, if you're super loyal and locked in is way easier than figuring out when to cut and then somehow like not ruin your game because of it. Um, that's, that's what made Dan so good in 10 is that he was so good at just destroying Memphis's jury chances (laughs) (laughs) because he knew he was going to go to the end with him and he didn't have to not be loyal. Um, it's, it's one of the reasons why Derek was good. He was able to, 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 to sort of upend, not like ruin Cody's chances as much as, you know, Dan did to, uh, to Memphis, but like overshadow Cody in a way that it was like, I'm going to win. So I don't Mm -hmm. need to cut my partner. Um, and so like so far, Kevin has done that pretty well. Uh, not maybe not like super intentionally, but like he's been the one out in front. He's been the one, uh, you know, making the moves, calling the shots uh, very visibly to most people. Most people see Kevin as the the sort of like the driver of the situation and Helena as kind of the supporting role. Um, yeah. That seems to be the perspective right now, both in the jury and uh, and in the house. Um, and so. uh like that's great for Kevin. If I'm Helena, I'm not necessarily thinking, well, I guess I now need to cut Kevin and put myself in a spot where maybe I'm the next threat or like, you know, something goes wrong. Um, but maybe what I can do is, you know, the, even the Josh, right. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the BB can 19 or sorry, BB 19, Josh, <laughs> um, where it's just like, start sabotaging him in goodbye messages, mm-hmm. start like trying to take credit for some of his moves. Like, change the jury's mind so that when you get there uh kevin's like look at this i think i won and then all of a sudden they're like helena you did it (laughs) what he would be like what yeah it's yeah but i I would say like once the jury finds out about this the the crash test dummies it's going to be like everyone's envisioning kevin has been driving the car all season helena has been in the passenger seat like she's she she's giving some guidance on like apple maps where to go but kevin knows where he's going it's just like the extra help of like oh two more miles like okay i know this exit but <laughs> like i'm helping out and then josh is just in the back seat just like on his ipad <laughs> but he's going in the same direction as they are Mm-hmm. That's what the jury's going to see. So I think it's going to be really hard to paint a different picture for Josh or Helena because it's just like, wait, well, what did you do that wasn't Kevin's move? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 it's 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 too. It's like um like so like Kevin has taken more risks. Kevin has been again like out in front more. Um, the one really like uh like having a lot of focus on him. Um, and so. I think that I think that like that that currently could, puts him in the lead for for the jury, but 
like a clever player can turn that completely around on him. And mm-hmm. uh, and we see this argument all the time in the jury. It's often made for the person and they don't make it themselves. But the jury always in the roundtable says, well, what if they were using that person that was out in front at, like to do that yeah. while they were behind pulling the strings? Um, so if if Helena can get some of that out there early right. uh, to to seed some of that, like. It, you know, whoever leaves this week, whatever, like if she can get somebody to go to jury with a certain message, if her goodbye messages can go in a certain way, if she can start winning competitions, these are all ways that she can um, sort of like overcome Kevin in the final two if they are uh, if they end up there, because it seems like that both of them are dedicated to it at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Did, they they did say, has this changed that they said that Marty didn't get goodbye messages, but did Summer? Um, I, I don't know. I know that, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they, I don't know if they got goodbye messages. I don't remember. Um, I do know that Betty left, uh, one for Gino that I don't know if Gino saw, um, because I don't remember. They, I feel like they always change the rules about like when they show goodbye messages, but, um, Betty left one for Gino that was like, you thought you could trick us. We know you were trying to backdoor Josh. (laughs) Okay. Oh gosh. So loud and wrong. Um, which honestly that like that could be huge credit for Helena because if Summer's in the jury and and Gino's sure. like, what are they talking about? Summer's gonna be like, Oh, Helena told us that you were back during job. That's a complete lie. How did Helena trick you into thinking this, right? Like so uh I would not yeah. count Helena out in the final two, is what I'm saying. Um so uh that's happening there. Then we have the final conversation of the day because there's not much. The feeds go down for the veto after this conversation and uh, they're down all night. They came back up this morning. Um, Betty's talking to Josh and she's been thinking. She's been thinking about Kevin having a final two with Josh. She's been thinking about Kevin throughout the game and she's come to a conclusion, which is uh, that I do hate you. No, she doesn't. She doesn't hate him. But in the game, he's the, he's He's the mastermind. Like he's he's been playing us all all season long. Uh, so she is going to tell Josh, um, look, uh, I think Kevin's been playing us. I think Kevin's I think Kevin's the guy. Uh, he he was in here telling me that uh, that he wanted you gone. He's he's been throwing you under the bus, Josh. And Josh is like, <laughs> she's like, no, seriously, he wants he wants you gone. Um, and and he's been trying to drive a wedge between us. He's been he's been trying to like uh like not let us repair our relationship. Um and Josh is like, What is is like is what what about Helena? What is Helena doing? And she's like, Oh, Helena's actually trying to repair the relationship. Um he's mm-hmm. like, Wow, I'm I'm reevaluating everything right now. She says, I'm watching, I'm watching everything he does. And it's I'm I'm on to you. You think you can play me, Kevin? <laughs> Josh is like, it's sick. He really, he really said that to you. Um, and she's like, yeah, she, he said that, you know, that, do you have a final two? He's like, no, we, we, I mean, I, I don't have a final two of them, but we, like we've said, we were, we were each other's number ones. Um, and, uh, and she's like, yeah, he, I mean, he definitely wants you to go over Jace. We didn't see the, the Wendy's conversation. I feel like I'm a little bit in Josh's position because Josh, so in order to really fully understand, I think where Josh is here. Um, Josh is in disbelief, right? 
She's telling him that, that Kevin wants him out. She's revealing all of the things that Kevin said about Josh. Um, mm-hmm. Like, hey, Josh is going to beat us all in the end. Um, you know, uh, Josh kept me because I had a final two with him. Everybody has final twos with everybody. Um, and now, like, this is, he's finally finding, Josh is now finally finding out that Kevin's the reason why that Betty's been, like, completely not believing everything he's been saying about, like, I will protect you next week, uh, Betty. Um, and she's topping it all off with, and Kevin wants you to be evicted this week. We know that Kevin doesn't want Josh to be evicted this week, or at least that's not like fully set. Um, I can only assume that Betty is either playing the game here or <laughs> misinterpreted, like assumed that because Kevin was kind of throwing Josh into the bus that, that Kevin might actually want Josh out over Jace. Um, I don't know for sure at this point, cause we didn't see the conversation, but, um, but she's really pushing it hard. And Josh is just like, why would why would Kevin want me out? That doesn't really make any sense because he knows that he does kind of have a final two with Kevin and um, that he's been working very closely with Kevin to the point where Josh is just like trying to come up with any conceivable reason for why <laughs> yeah. Kevin would be doing this. He's like, what if. What if, do you think he told you this so that we would come to this conclusion? <laughs> and she's like, what? He's like, well, because he's so high level. What? What if he t- what if he wants us to be thinking this right now? <laughs> and she's like, I don't really understand that. <laughs> He's like, I don't either. I'm just trying to f- make sense of this because it doesn't make any sense to Josh. Yeah, what I was so confused about, I guess because there you I hadn't even thought about the Betty side of it of how she could be just playing the game right now. But Josh's side, I was like, is he acting? Or is this genuine disbelief? Like at first I thought, oh, he's playing along like, ha, shocked face. Oh, I had no idea that you don't think me and Kevin are, you know, as tight as we are and that he would want me out. But then when he started to just continue to reference other things that Kevin has said, like, oh, did Kevin's like he got his job confused and he's probably a teacher because his wife is a teacher and teachers marry teachers, <laughs> which, Hey, I, I, I think there is something to that. Like both of my parents are educators, <laughs> but um, you know, I think that I was so on the fence about if this was genuine from Josh, but I think, I think it was like, I, I don't I think, think he would have given as many examples I think the thing that, because I think maybe at first it wasn't, right? But I think mm-hmm. the thing that, that sells it for Josh is when Betty keeps telling Josh about the ways that Kevin has thrown Josh under the bus. Right. Um, that Kevin has not given Josh a heads up about. Um, and as the more she's t- telling him things that Kevin has said, the more he's like, wait, is this real? Like, what is ha- <laughs> Like, why would Kevin do that? Um, and he's trying to c- come up with reasons for why Kevin would do it. Because Betty has never been the kind of player to make things up. You know, like yeah. Betty's not that player. She now could be, but mm-hmm. uh, but Josh doesn't see her as the person that would be making this up. And so he's kind of just like, wait, ooh, what is, what, what is happening with that? Why is he doing this? <laughs> you have caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah. um, and yeah. he's like, wow, I'm just, I'm trying to make sense. I'm just, I see it now that like, if Kevin's in the end, I mean, it'll, he'll get every single jury vote. I mean, he's, he's played so well. Um, and like next week he's, he is so covered. I mean, if Helena wins HOH, like that's his sidekick. 
Um, which is a right, like that's the perspective right now. Uh, his little sidekick. Um, and, uh, she says, uh, Betty says, well, uh, we just need to, we just need Jace to see it, you know, if she wins the veto. Um, throughout all of this, there's still Jace needs to go. Jace still needs to, and that's like the saving, the saving grace here for Kevin, which is that like that extra bit on top of the core again is still obfuscating that like now that this has been revealed, maybe there's a different way that they can go. No, no, Jace still needs to go. She's still the biggest threat. But if she wins the veto, we need her, we need her to see that Kevin needs to go, uh, over you. Um, because as we all, as we've also said, Jace currently would prefer for Josh to go over Kevin, which would mean even if Kevin went up on the block, if Jace won the veto, Jace and Helena would vote Josh out. Uh, which was all, which was Jace's plan, right? She, that if she won the veto when she was off the block, she would use it on Helena to convince her to use, to vote out Josh. She would want Josh out because Josh is the bigger threat. Um, so, uh, so that's kind of, uh, that's kind of like the new plan is, right. um, Jace still needs to go, but if Jace wins the veto, Kevin's gotta go, not Josh. Yeah, and it was it was so it was so odd because it was just like they're making all these revelations and then saying, okay, Jace needs to go, and we have to get Kevin out in Final Four, and and we can do that as long as oh he might win HOH or oh he might win veto. It's just like okay, well if you can do something about it now before putting yourself in that position, then you should do it. Like it's not a a given that JC Lynn has to go this week. Um, but it's just, I, you know, there, we still have more days. We still need to find out who won the veto, but it, you know, we, I think there's still time, especially because I didn't expect Betty to come to this, this conclusion about Kevin so early in the week. I think we still have time for her to continue to think and maybe weigh more options. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she said she, he, he, Josh does say to Betty, which I thought was interesting. He says, like, when you run the tapes, you'll see who I've always said I'm taking to the final two. Um, which <laughs> I feel like that was a lie, right? We've seen yeah. the diary rooms. Uh, we, we've seen, um, where is it? That's, uh, it's, uh, I always, I this one f- way too, uh, nested in here. My loyalty definitely lies with the crash test dummies. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. But, um, he uh, he says that she says I've never trusted Kevin. You know, I, all from the beginning I knew it. I do hate you. I should have trusted <laughs> that gut. I forgot about it. Um, because Summer trusted him so much, and all these people trusted him, and he used my emotions against me, and I was I lost it, but I knew it. Right. Oh, Josh was like, yeah, the first week I said we got to get that guy out of here. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, did he though? I can't remember. Um, it still boggles my mind that they evicted Molina over Kevin in the first right. week. Uh, but hey, that's uh, that's the price for the next Kevin archetype to pay. Um, exactly, and he knows it. Yeah, uh, she says, "Okay, if Jace can go home this week, that would be perfect." Then they then they go for Kevin. So for me, what what cost Kevin here is is that reveal of the final two with Josh. The second Kevin reveals that he had a final two with Josh, that is the key that unlocks the rest of his game. That yeah. is what that is what has kept Kevin's game under the radar this whole time. It's what it allowed him to rise to power in the first place. And by giving Betty that key, 
she was able to open the door and go, wait a minute, what is in here? <laughs> uh, and, um, and I, I think that, um, a, a potentially fatal mistake for Kevin here, uh, to reveal that information. But yeah, at the same but- time, this only further enhances his jury prospects if he's able to make it there. So, right. you know, for a long time, we were like, can Kevin even win a jury vote? Cause nobody really knows what he's doing. Now people know what he's doing. This is, this is like a, you know, Nicole realizing Derek is the Dan of the season moment, right? Like this is, they were very impressed. Uh, yeah. even though they were like, screw this guy for playing us, they were also like, he's so good though. Uh, because they both still like him personally. Right. I think the, the problem here was like the, the reason he felt comfortable saying that he was Josh's number one guy to Betty. Like he totally wanted to do it because he wanted to continue to kind of drive the point home that she needs to put up Josh and kind of play into that, that anger she was already feeling from the triple, but he underestimated business B's ability to that. Now that she's in the game, she's thinking about Mm -hmm. the game. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, she's not going to take, you know, day 20, Business B is not going to weigh these options. She's probably going to talk to Summer about it. Like, I can't believe Josh. You know, I can't believe Josh would prioritize Kevin. We definitely have to get Josh out. But today she's thinking, oh, this helps paint a better picture of Kevin's game. Like I literally I had the stencil out, but there was this missing piece on the right that I just couldn't figure out. And Kevin just gave it to her on a silver platter. And now she sees it clearly, but it's like, is it too late? Is it not too late to and do that's, anything about it? Yeah. And that's the thing. Cause like, you know, I, I criticized the move, but at the same time, I also saw how much of a struggle it was for Betty to maintain the decision to put Josh on the block. And if she didn't have that extra piece of information mm-hmm. blocking her from allowing like Josh to reconcile with her, cause that was like the defining thing that she was like, Josh, stop trying to talk game with me because I know that you're still lying to me. And even after that, she was like, do I, can I still do it? No, I have to do it. Um, and so get, you know, ha- getting Josh on the block in the first place was, was still a pretty tricky proposition. He did manage it with this. I think, you know, ideally you want to do it in a, in a way that doesn't expose you quite as much. Um, yeah. So uh, we will see, but that's when the feeds go down uh, pretty much. Not, nothing major happens after that. Uh, feeds go down for the veto and things are looking extra spicy for the veto now as uh, there are a lot of different potential outcomes. And of course, we get a tweet immediately. Uh, feeds will be down until the morning, which they were. So, uh, And thank you so much, Big Brother Canada, for telling mm, us that. Like it just yeah. it helps. It lets us know we can kick our feet up, relax, maybe watch some Netflix shows we've been neglecting but just thank you so much for informing us so we don't just have to wonder like what's going on like ugh, it's just the little things but we appreciate that so much can i just say though i hate when we find out who won a competition in the morning because <laughs> yeah. like i like even competitions that i don't really even when it's like an hoh and i'm like i don't really care who wins because no matter what happens it'll go in all kinds of fun ways mm-hmm. um what happens is that I wake up early in the morning and normally I'm just like in dreamland. I'll fall back asleep. But when I, when I'm wondering like, Oh, I wonder who won that competition. It immediately gets my brain into like work mode and now I can't sleep again. 
Uh, it's very annoying, Big Brother. I want to know who won the night of. <laughs> yeah, it probably was like really late. Who knows at this yeah. point? I mean, we'll find out, I guess, more today. But the fact that uh, like even when the feeds came up, they were still asleep. <laughs> it's like, wait, well, that's does the, anybody that's the have it around their I'm neck? Like, I'm like, I, I bet I bet I, all I would need to know to fa- find out is just just take one glance at my phone. Just one glance at my phone. So I need no, 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 don't don't look at your phone. Go back to sleep. <laughs> it's right there. It's sitting right there. You just need to open it up. Uh, it's like, no. <laughs> and then you do. And it's like feeds haven't come back yet. You're like, Damn it. Right. <laughs> it's too late now. Right. <laughs> hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, so we can talk a little bit here about day 58 because uh, the feeds did come back. Um, they came back to some sleeping house guests. And um, they were, uh, it's pretty funny because like they were all like it, the feed was just on like Helena and Josh sleeping for a while. Uh, Jace comes in to like change some batteries. Um, and then like Helena gets up, she's getting ready, uh, you know, to, for the day. And it's just, it's very quiet where I was like, well, when are we going to hear some talk? Um, and then it uh, it flips to Kevin in the kitchen, like making some eggs, doing some things, putting the thing in the pan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> um, it's like he doesn't seem sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kevin. Uh, Kevin walks up the stairs. And Helena's in the bathroom, and I'm like, go to the bathroom, Kevin. Do it. Do it. He slowly walks. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. He gets into the bathroom. He says, Helena, you're my hero. You did it. She won the veto. Helena won the final five veto. Uh, And just like that, Josh and Jace should be locked up on the block. Um, so, uh, boom, there it is. Should be. Shush. I mean, they, they discuss it. They, they discuss it immediately and they're like, yeah, we're not going to use the video. Um, so, I uh, felt, I felt me, Alina, regular schmegler, me, Alina, regular schmegler, basic men. Ah, I did this. I hold something so special. 
I wonder if she is. Well, yeah, she has to be this excited this time. <laughs> this this means there's a, no chance she's going up. But uh, it's funny that Kevin kind of immediately plays into like the, oh, you like, you know, in, ca- in case you do use it and I end up on the block, like kind of mm-hmm. just like if we put it out she's there. She's like, Kevin, then, no, <laughs> right? not going to do that. <laughs> if you just put it out there, then it can't happen. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it reduces the possibility of happening because it doesn't. Ha- she doesn't have to stew and just be like, "Well, what if I do this?" We're like, "Oh no, me and Kevin already discussed it." That I, no, yeah, maybe. Um, see, they say uh, they'll have four days to think about what they want to do. Um, now, the feeds were, were down for a long time, so what that means is that there was some stuff we missed. Obviously, that conversation with Betty and Josh it happened before the feeds went down. So. What has happened since? What has transpired sure. since, right? Has Josh talked to Kevin and uh, Helena about the conversation with Betty? Uh, we believe that answer to be no. Um, but uh, they, Helena and, and Kevin uh, kind of maybe a little bit caught on. So uh, Kevin says he's worried that Josh and Betty have reconciled. Uh, <laughs> Helena says, um, well, Josh told me that they haven't. Uh, and Kevin says, I think he's lying. Um, oh. Kevin says, uh, we were celebrating about, about the veto results, um, when Jace came by and Betty was there. And this was him and Betty. They were celebrating, I guess. And, uh, Betty was like, Oh my God, Jace just saw us celebrating. And Kevin was like, I don't, I don't think she did. Uh, I don't think she saw us. I don't think it's anything to be concerned about. But Betty was like, No, I think she did. Uh, oh, now she def, now she definitely has to go. And Kevin was like, that, that stood out as weird to me. Like she was trying to find a reason to, to like lock it in and make sure that Jace left. Whereas before she, she didn't care as much, you know, like she wanted Jace gone, but like now all of a sudden she's like, Oh, now Jace needs to go because she definitely just caught us celebrating, even though she probably didn't. He's like that. There's something, there's something, there's something wrong there. Uh, so they really have to start to think about like, okay, if Josh and Betty have reconciled and they're lying to us about it, should we, should we take out Josh over Jace? Right. It, but it's, it's a, it's a hard line to walk because if, because from there, from uh, Kevin and Helena's perspective, if they've, if Josh and Betty have made up, then they're going into final four, two V two, and they really wanted it to be three V one. And because, you know, not everybody's Marty, not everybody's going to portray the same person multiple times, (laughs) just keep doing it and keep doing it. So, you know, like Josh, the everything that Josh and Betty went through, I could see Kevin thinking Josh does not want to have to do that again. He did it once. It was too much. It it took a toll on him for like 24 hours. And now that they've made up, he doesn't want to have to go through that again. Now they are talking game. Now they're in a better place. They have a a stronger game relationship, even though they, they want to say that their game relationship is, is done for. I can see the concern from Kevin and Helena, but you get out, Josh, you still are two V two. At least Josh is madly in love with Kevin. And so there's something there. There's something for him to tug on. You're not walking in the final four with JC land aligned with you two against Betty. Mm hmm. Well, they, they, they go over some arguments back and forth, right? Jace is probably the better competitor and that's big. Uh, she's good in clutch situations. Um, but you know, the, she did just lose two in a row. Um, 
the uh, he they say they talk about like oh well if so if we send Josh to jury like at least he can advocate for our games right like uh, like that could be good for us uh, for us both uh, to a degree um, that's something to think about uh, then you know with Jace she's got this whole like wants a woman to win thing which which could be could be bad for me could also be good for me uh, says Kevin. Because it could mean that she wants to bring a woman to the final two, but it also could mean she's just trying to butter up the jury so that when she takes a man to the final two, a.k.a. me, she wins against the man. Um, which, in my eyes, was Kevin's subtle way of saying, don't think that that is a guaranteed slot for you, Helena. Right. Um, but so they're going, they're kind of going back and forth here about, uh, should they keep Josh? Should they keep Jace? They, they're, the conclusion that they come to is, We'll think we've got four days. Mm-hmm. Let's just take the four days to think, really think this through. Uh, if they do evict Josh, it will have to be a blind side uh, because they don't want Josh to blow anything up. So uh, that is that is where they kind of leave that. And that's actually a wonderful decision because you clearly see how Josh acts when he's flustered. He can't <laughs> utter a sentence. So he's not going to, if he is evicted, he's not going to be like, crash test dummies. Uh, we, we were doing these things. Um, so I think that would be a wise decision to throw him, throw him off. But I'm just loving that we're in final five and we still don't know what the end game looks like. Like this yeah. is wonderful. It's wild to me, you know, because that conversation between Josh and Betty, uh, I was like, wow, this could be, this could be the end of Kevin's game. Potentially this could be Kevin's doom. And now I'm like, Oh, this could be the end of Josh's game. This could be Josh's doom. Um, because Kevin is seeing through Josh right now and Josh still hasn't told Kevin. uh, I, 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 at least we assume about the conversation. I think Josh needs to tell Kevin about the conversation. I don't think that Josh is going to be able to hide the conversation. You know, like mm-hmm. even if Josh believes it fully, I think he needs to just be honest. And, and then and like if he's honest about the conversation and then says like, but I don't worry, I'm still with you, Kev, uh, yeah. or whatever. I think that's going to play better than just trying to pretend like he's still cool and everything's the same when clearly it's like he's not. They haven't been able to. I mean, they he literally caught on like. 12 hours later yeah. uh, so I think Josh needs to come clean for for his own sake at this point uh, and and say that like no matter what ha- like essentially the argument would be I'm st- like this is how Betty feels don't worry I'm still with you but this means that obviously Betty is going to team up against you with Jace if I go uh, Betty is anti you a thousand percent um, so you pitch it as essentially like not not that like because I don't even see Josh pitching this because that's just not right. Josh's game. But like, yeah. uh, but at least present the scenario where it's like if I stay, it's still the crash test dummies versus uh, Betty. Whereas if Jace stays, it's two v two. Um, and and you sort of you present that scenario by giving Kevin everything. Uh, I right. don't like, and, and there's a chance he stays even if he doesn't do that. But he's definitely not giving Kevin as much incentive to keep him around as as he had before by. Uh, by trying to hide the fact that he's reconciled with Betty when like Betty herself has already told Kevin that like, Hey, we're we're cool on a personal level. Like it's, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's going to be, I think it would be difficult for, for one that not being Josh's game to just go to Kevin and admit everything. But I think that he, he's also feeling a little bit betrayed because Kevin didn't just come forward and say that. So he's like, Mm -hmm. well, 
I need to protect myself a little bit and not tell him everything because I have been telling him everything and look where that's gotten me, him, him possibly wanting me out. I, he's, he's confused. So I think, I don't even think it by Thursday would be enough time for Josh to realize, okay, okay, let me take a step back. If I do tell him, that would help me because he would think I'm more loyal. So, uh He might need to pull a Dane. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, like whip out the study board, like whip out everything <laughs> you've got yeah. and just be like, I'm laying everything on the line for you, Kev. I've I am with you um, mm. because I do think that Kevin makes this call um, one way or another. And I think that um, like I'm assuming again that Helena has some level of um, like obviously influence. And I think that Kevin, if Helena was like, I really want to go this way and Kevin didn't feel strongly enough to say no, I think he would do it. Um, mm-hmm. But if Kevin felt very strongly about it, then I think I think Josh would stay. I think I think the decision ultimately comes down to Kevin. But Helena has a lot of influence over Kevin. Yeah. Um, and I think the, that Helena is probably leaning in the direction of keeping Jace just a little bit, but hasn't really wanted to say that and hasn't expressed it. But she's definitely entertained the idea. Um, and so now with Kevin kind of being like, well, if Josh is back with Betty, maybe that is something to consider. It could definitely go that way. So, um, you know, what should they do at this point? I, you know, Betty and Josh are probably going to, especially if Josh never talks to Kevin about this, like they probably are going to team up at this point. Um, and that is something to consider. And Josh is a big competition threat. And even though the jury is mad at Josh right now, he definitely still could win. Um, Jace has some jury momentum as well, but that's mostly just because they see her as an underdog and yeah. she lost these competitions. If she stays not due to her own work, but because of, uh, you know, Kevin and Helena taking a shot at Josh and Betty and they make that clear to the jury, then I don't know that she gets the same sort of like underdog story by getting to the end, unless she then wins the final four and final three, which could happen because she's good at comps, but so could Josh. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a tricky call either way. And, um, you know, for Helena, I was saying before, I think that like keeping Jace around is probably the better, the better bet, but you do have to consider that. Again, the way that Josh described Helena to Betty, she's his little sidekick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh going to the jury, it, like telling them this whole like Kevin is a mastermind. He's orchestrated the whole season and Helena's his little sidekick. That's actually going to be real bad for, <laughs> for Helena. So now, granted, what I said before is that like a key to this is that if she sends Josh home, she needs to make sure that that perception has changed by the time he gets to the jury right. house because she is screwed. If he goes to the jury house with that story, she needs to be on him both before he leaves and in that goodbye message. She needs to do everything in her power to convince him that not only is she not the little sidekick, but she's been a a driving force the whole season. But also, I think take again, this is what I said before, take credit for Josh leaving. Say, Mm -hmm. I knew it was better for Kevin if you stayed, but I needed you gone because you were going to pick Kevin over me. That's, I think, the key element to uh, Josh going to the jury house. Why did Kevin cut you uh, if you were working so close to him? Well, because Helena knew that I would take Kevin. Oh, wow. So Helena's really playing for herself here. Like, I think that's the the key element here and, and, and why I think it still could make a lot of sense for her to cut Josh. Um, but Jace is still a big threat. Like, it's, it is a tough call either way. Um, and uh, I think that um, I don't think it's a decision that can be made right now. There are four days where things could change. And mm-hmm. I think it's a close enough call for both of them that you take those four days, have as many conversations as possible, see where things naturally start to progress. 
and, and, and then figure out like as close to the decision as possible, where you feel like the best, the best way to go is. Yeah. I mean, yes, they have four days for that decision, but is there a world where one day is enough for Betty to figure out a case for Helena to use the veto? So, um, so that's, that's, that's a good point because Betty is also going to be talking to herself, uh, in the morning here. And, um, Betty says to herself, uh, that, um, basically that, uh, she's, she still wants Jace out. Uh, Jace is still the person she wants out. She's going to pitch to Helena, like, Hey, I don't want the veto to be used because I still want Josh and and Jace on the block because she knows that Kevin is working with Helena and she doesn't want to like, she's not going to pitch against Kevin for this week to Helena with the veto, or at least that's not the intention. It certainly could happen because she does plan to pitch to Helena against Kevin for the final four. So Betty's plan is veto doesn't get used. They send home Jace, which um, they might not have sent home Josh, but assuming they send home Jace, then, uh, then they get to a final four of herself, Josh, Helena and Kevin. Now you would think, okay, it's Kevin and Helena versus Josh and Betty at that point. But remember, this is business B, not Betty. This is business B. Um, business B no longer wants to go to the final two with Josh. When Kevin tells her Josh is the perfect man, he wins in the end. She agrees. Uh, and so she plans to, at the final four, pitch to Helena. I know I can't beat Josh. And you need to know that you can't beat Kevin. And she's going to give Helena the whole Kevin is a mastermind pitch saying he beats us both in the end. He wins by a landslide. It needs to be us. We need to take out the guys here at the final four Um, and then evict Josh and Kevin in whatever order, uh, probably ideally Kevin first uh, for Betty. But either way works, I would imagine, and go to the end with Helena. That's Betty's plan right now. Um, So currently no intention to flip anything, get Kevin out. She still wants Jace out this week. Now, if she decides to pitch this to Helena prior to the final four, AKA like prior, even to the veto being used, Mm -hmm. maybe this is a pitch that could evolve into, maybe we could just take out Kevin right now. Um, But uh, I wouldn't say that the odds are super high at this point that, uh, that it would even get there. Um, Not to mention the fact that I very much doubt that, uh, that Helena would bite on it. (laughs) Right. Like you would need a Kevin on Betty's side to be able to work out a, a, a specific way that Helena using the veto would benefit Helena by getting Kevin up. But I don't think that there's a, I don't think there's enough time before that, the, you know, the veto ceremony. So. Yeah. And I, and I don't think it's, I really don't think it's something that Helena would even consider at this point. I think mm-hmm. that, uh, and nor do I think it would even really be good for her game. Again, I think I think the better call for Helena is to start working the jury in a different way um, and make sure that she can beat Kevin in the end, because Kevin is a, just a guaranteed he's taking Helena to the final two. Um, and other people are not quite as guaranteed because, yes, there are people like Jace and Betty who are now thinking maybe I want to go to the end with Helena, but not out of anything other than they think they can beat her. Um, and if Betty cuts Kevin takes that shot. Um, how does that change the perception of her in the game? Do ever, does everyone now also still think that they can beat her in the end? 
Or like, how does Kevin react? Like, I don't think Kevin like completely blows up her spot, but he's definitely not going to be super pleased about it. Um, I think he would still pitch for her on the jury, but like, uh, he's, he's going to be, he's going to be campaigning to stay. Like, he's not just going to lie down and die. What comes out in his campaign? Um, he's not going to, you know, have too many qualms about damaging her game a little bit if that's what he needs to do to stay. Um, so what does that do? Does that then paint Helena as a bigger threat? Uh, a bigger threat to win in the end. Uh, does that mean that Betty thinks maybe I don't want to take Helena to the end? She's this colossal player. She played with Kevin. Kevin was the mastermind and then Helena took Kevin out. Uh, now right. she's the mastermind. Does she get to the end anymore? Right. So there's a lot of unknown variables in there where I feel like it's a lot easier and simpler to just like shoot some goodbye messages that uh, <laughs> paint you as the mastermind. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. so. Uh, but, and then on top of that, of course, there's the loyalty factor. And I think she's very loyal. And I think that she would really like, uh, you know, there's that notion of just like, you know, it's one thing to, uh, you know, betray your, um, you know, your partner and then win. Uh, it's another thing to then like, she cuts Kevin at final five and then she goes at final four. Now they're both like idiots. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, Hey, here's some fan fiction for you. Lena is this evil genius. And today, like day 58 um kevin is going so hard we have to get josh out we have to get josh out we have to get josh out this week we're voting josh out and she's like look i don't want josh i don't know we have to get jace out jace out yes yes we have to get jace out we have to get jace out she's like no i want josh out so maybe i use the veto so therefore you don't even have a vote and then we vote josh out because that's the only way i can get josh out but then, you know, she has some days to consider and then something else happens. But we know that's not going to happen. Just some. Yeah. I, and, I, and I think <laughs> that uh, the, the the flaw there is that she can't control Jace's vote. And right. um, and if, if Jace votes Kevin and then Betty and Josh have reconciled, which they have, then then Betty breaks the tie to evict Kevin. Right. So. Um, wow. Yeah. Taryn, you even find the holes in fan fiction. <laughs> 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 oh boy well it's i mean it's it's such a fascinating like spot we're in here at the final five it's so interesting um it's uh i can't believe how much this season has continued to deliver uh i mean i was like i was so pumped when betty was like kevin's the best i was like oh my god you got it <laughs> uh, like like to come in in the fourth quarter here with to, to just like uh, completely, um, you know, discover what Kevin's doing. Um, some great stuff here. Uh, I, you know, if, if Jace leaves, we've got, we've got a fantastic final four. If Jace stays, um, we've still got a very good, uh, an interesting sort of like, uh, you know, situation going on with, um, with Jace in there. And, and that could definitely impact things, uh, in, in interesting ways as well. So, um, uh, what, what, what a final five, what a season. Yes. Only other thing that I wanted to point out from yesterday was the conversation with Betty and Kevin where they were talking about diversity in the house. Mm. And Betty said she'll never forget the feeling of walking in and seeing nine people of color out of 16. And I just thought that that was just like awesome because like representation matters, like even beyond like, okay, we want to create a visual representation for Canada to see. No, it also matters to people in the house because then they feel like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm in a situation where like we're on um, an equal playing field. I don't have to feel like I have to, you know, struggle to find people with, uh, with similarities to me. And, and so I I just loved her saying this on the feeds because it just like opens up that, 
that uh, that perspective for people to realize that like this truly does matter. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think she said something like uh, like she walked in and she saw all the people of color and she was like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a big, it's such a big thing. Um, so, uh, so yeah, here we are. Um, day, day, uh, day 57 was yesterday. Day 58 today. Um, less, less than two weeks remain in the game. Um, probably just, uh, honestly, less, probably less than a week remain, uh, of the live feeds that probably go down yeah. on Saturday or Sunday. So, um, not many more of these left here, but that's what we've got for you today. I will, of course, be back tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother Canada 10 live feeds. There's plenty more to, I mean, this is an over an hour update at on day 57 yeah. at the final five. Um, Wild. On a day that was pre-veto? Pre <laughs> that's the worst time for game talk. <laughs> And there's still tons of stuff to be done. Yes, they did it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'll be back tomorrow to update you on the, the nonsense that happens today. Uh, I will also, of course, be live today on Twitch playing some Goose Goose Duck. I'll also be live on Twitch watching the episode tomorrow night. Uh, you know, should be an interesting one. Uh, as we go through the drama from the triple, uh, we'll be back here to recap the episode here on Rob's uh, podcast. Um, and then we're just going to keep moving. Uh, Roundtable on Tuesday. Episode on Wednesday and Thursday. Great stuff. Find me over on Twitter as well, at Armstrong Taren. Check out the Taren Show. Asia, what do you got going on? Yeah, so I also will be playing some Goose Goose Duck today, and I also will be streaming. So hey. check me out on uh, twitch.tv slash Asia Like Asia, A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. Um, this is only my second time streaming, but the first time was so much fun. So I'm excited to... Uh, to play some goose goose duck. Um, y'all can also find me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia. Um, I have been podcasting about Married at First Sight with my awesome co-host Jason Reed. We had Mari Fourth on with us this week. It was a really great uh, time talking about episode 15 of season 14. Um, go subscribe to the Love at First Sight feed because you'll also find my coverage of The Ultimatum with Mary Kukowski. We had a great time there. And then also our Love is Blind coverage is there as well. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. All right. Yes. Uh, Kevin indirectly referenced our uh, Among Us slash Goose Goose Duck stream yeah. this morning, talking about how he uh, knew about Kyle ahead of time uh, because of all the stuff and that Kyle uh, played some online games uh, in the community as well. Uh, That's so, us. We're the online games. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for joining us here today. And I will see all of you next time. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.